genre. What about that? The best character in Star Wars. Okay. Okay. Cool. He I think Boss Mass is the best go. character. Huh? He was what made the plot go. Exactly. If it wasn't what? for him. I don't, Watto's my favorite If it wasn't for him, honestly. the Trade Federation would still it's be in power. It's this, Jew. I don't think you know. I'm a spamming. Only one so notable that I even am more it, noticeable it, 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 than the it, other it, racist stereotypes in this movie. Now I'm going to put a Mayamica in the next movie. I'm going to eat some matzo balls. Okay, here's I a drinking game. Yeah. You have to try to name a not stereotypical like alien character alien from Star Wars. Ponda Baba. Is that not stereotypical? He's the guy who gets his arm cut off. What's wrong with him? I don't know. He's, he's Irish. He's Scottish. How is he Scottish? He's like, I don't like you. No, you don't like me either. That's the doctor who talks oh. for him. Vonda Baba just goes like, or whatever. Yeah, he's a foreigner that can't speak. <laughs> so he has to have his Irish Fine. Um What about uh, Salacious Crumb? I don't know who that is. That's Jabba's little like pet alien thing. Oh, the, the one that la- <laughs> Yeah, the one that laughs. <laughs> Salacious Crumb. What a weird My name. Katana. Who's Maz Katana? From The Force Awakens. Oh, the one that's Lupita Nyong'o's character? Mm-hmm. She's... Climbs she on tables. No, I don't think so. Yep. She's a Yoda stereotype. Because yeah. she's yeah. Yoda. She's Lady Yoda. Yeah. Except for... The, remember the Lady Yoda in Phantom Menace? There's a Lady Yoda yeah. in the background. It's so weird. Cause, especially because Yoda, like, we don't know anything about his species or anything. Or how many toes he has. Mm-hmm. Think about it. There's no actual... Like consensus on how many toes Yoda has. I need to Doesn't see his feet. Don't they show his feet? Yeah, but it differs, and obviously they don't show an empire because they never built feet. I'm just gonna Google Yoda's toes really quick. Look, um, there's toes right there. He's got three. Okay, wait, wait. There was something about. It. Maybe I'm misremembering. I feel like you don't understand that it's three toes everywhere. Most commonly in isodactyl feet, but it. I think it differs. Yaddle, that's the lady one. That's the lady Yoda. Speed. Number they of toes. Have, yeah, an say. article section called "Number of Toes." The number of toes has been inconsistently portrayed. A tridactyl foot would only have three toes, but this version has only appeared once in *The Phantom Menace*. The puppet and the model have four toes, and in *The Empire Strikes Back*, his soles are visible. There are definitely three forward-facing toes and an additional digit in the opposite direction. The clear presence or absence of a fourth toenail would settle the matter. I love Wikipedia writing, or Wikipedia writing. Lord. If the fourth rear-tasting digit is a toe, then Yoda's species have anisodactyl feet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if they talk about this on Star Wars Minute. Like, how many toes do it have? There's so much controversy over this. Right. I didn't know that was such a hotly debated topic. Yeah, well it's a whole it's it's half the article well not half the article, but it's a it's a larger section than like the notable members of Yoda's species yep. or the appearance of Yoda. <laughs> talking about his toads is bigger than talking about his whole appearance. Fair. Honestly. <laughs> we haven't even started the podcast yet. Nope. So this is gonna be like cold open stuff. Yeah. Like opening into it yeah. stuff. Welcome! No, I'm gonna do it like no, I'm not gonna do it like Watto. That's racist. I'm gonna do it like Charger Pinks. He's not racist. No, he's just annoying. (laughs) I'm also racist. Is he? Yeah, he's like Caribbean. Oh yeah, Yeah, he's like a mud person, dude. Wait a minute. I feel like you say the only thing that's not racist is white people talking. Then 
Are any of the white people in Star Wars stereotypes? Wow. Yeah, they're stereotypical white people. <laughs> How so? What's his name? The uh, general guy. Yeah, the general uh, guy. Lobot? What? What general guy? I'm trying to think of what his name is. Han Solo? No, no. I know which one's a stereotypical white guy. Grand Moff Tarkin, how he's a white man and is in power. That's totally a stereotype. And he has like a, he always has And he doesn't like, care about won, lesser people. Yeah. yeah, and he won medals. Yeah. Yeah. For not caring about that other people. That is super racist if they had stereotype white people like that. How dare they? Yeah. Star Wars needs to start apologizing to its betrayal of white people. For instance, all the characters in the first movie. Are there even black background characters? Or, or like, maybe... Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace Windu. Not in... No, I mean in, like, A New Hope. Oh. No. So. Yeah, Where's Darth that? Vader. Duh. Um, yeah, James Earl Jones. Yeah, but then, of course, he takes off his mask and he's, like... Three different white dudes. About it. How did they fit three white dudes in that suit? <laughs> they stacked them on top of each other, Aaron. Obviously, you see how tall he is. <laughs> so when wait, when Hayden Christensen and Anakin got all his limbs barred off, did the Emperor <laughs> say like, well, "Oh, and we'll toes? make his legs like a foot so long"? How many toes does he have? <laughs> <laughs> One. <laughs> One and it's a boot like Buzz's toes. Yeah. Speaking of Toy Story, welcome back to Toy Story Minutes. This might have been the longest we've gone without actually talking about Toy Story in yeah. a Toy Story Minute. Ever. I don't know. We've talked about like Harry Potter extended periods of time in yeah, the middle of I guess. That's fair. Anyway, this Toy Story Minute, a podcast about Toy Story and not Star Wars or Yoda's toes. I'm John. I'm Jeb, and did you know that people, the public trusts gas station sushi more than they trust the president? Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a poll. For what? For killing them? For being nice to Just them? trusting it. Like, would you rather eat gas station if sushi If I was going to do a trust, trust fall, I'd says. rather have, like, a human being. No, you don't get it. Would fish. you rather trust, like, gas station sushi to not hurt you? Or would you rather trust our president, what he is saying? Well, I'm not gonna, if I, I eat the would actually rather eat the president. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's, I hope you listeners it's so know what processed. I'm trying to say. I don't know. It's I so, hope it's listeners like, know what I'm trying it's, to it's say. It's going to be old and like gamey, I feel like. Well, what's fatty? more racist? Because obviously that sushi is not actually Asian food. It's just a caricature of Asian food. They have, it's the Japanese aliens in Star Wars. The Phantom Menace ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Senate will give us... Information for the I feel racist just the, saying, like, bre- talking like breakfast that. at Tiffany aliens. Yeah, the breakfast at Tiffanyans. Good lord, <laughs> the Demodians or whatever. Anyway, no, the breakfast at Tiffany. You haven't even said who you are, Aaron. We're still talking about. Hey, Star Wars. Who he is. Hi, my name is Aaron. I didn't wash my hands after I pee. Aaron, what? Seriously? Go I don't, back. I don't have to because I'm so clean. Go back. I wash my hands before I pee. <laughs> if you always wash your hands before you pee, then you never get dirty down there. What if you... Okay, no, let's not talk about I'm that. I'm not going to talk <laughs> yeah, that's, about that. Just, I won't touch your hands or anything you touch with your well, hands. Well, you think that's gross, but name one character in all three Toy Story movies who took a shower or washed their hands. Um, Rex did in Andy. a spin-off short, I know. He took Andy a bath took a with Bonnie. When? Did Allegedly. Allegedly. Do they even have bathrooms in their houses? I don't know. Uh, actually, uh, oh, we only see, I think the only bathroom we see is in Sunnyside. Yeah. When Woody is escaping. Yeah. This minute, though, minute 48, starts with Wandy Newman saying, the moon. You know. Beyond the moon. Yeah, it's the moon. It's beyond it. And then ends with Buzz 
flying question mark question mark but Almost. judging by the look on his face i would and say the, no. the lowering music tones yeah yeah this is basically just a big you know taking uh, all the context clues i would say he is not flying yeah this is a this is a wandy newman minute yeah entirely entirely i mean the most that we've had really because yeah. it's, it's entirely a song yeah there's no actual dialogue in this minute I think, yeah, yeah, no, right. no. You don't count song lyrics, just dialogue. Or, or what Woody says in the song lyrics, which isn't a thing he says in the movie itself, at least not in that tone of voice. Right. It's a, what did you call it, an Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, it's like, an Obi-Wan moment. Yeah, Obi-Wan you moment? Use the Force, Buzz. Yeah, exactly, he's gonna use mm-hmm. the Force to buzz. Okay, they can Force lift things, can they Force lift themselves? Is that how they do Force jumps? Can uh, they yeah. lift themselves to fly? I don't know. Can you lift yourself with your bootstraps? Um, yeah, lift yourself up by your bootstraps. My boots have laces. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, did you know there's a cut second verse to the song "I Will Go Sailing No More"? No, because there is. Wow. It goes all the things I thought I'd been, all the brave things I'd done, vanished like a snowflake. Liberals. <laughs> With the rising of the liberals. sun. Yes, it does. Because Randy Newman. I don't actually. I don't know. He's political. Yeah, he just either. doesn't like short people. That's his, uh, that's his political affiliation. <laughs> Never more to sail my ship where no man has gone before. Star Trek. And I will go sailing no more. It's basically uh, more of the same, except for like, oh, also, years of academy training wasted. Now can't even fly out the window, etc., etc. That's in a future minute. It's all just very, it's a very sad song, and it's the kind of song that doesn't make sense outside so, the context of the is movie. Is this yeah. about an existential crisis, or is this about the uselessness of a college degree? It's, what? <laughs> because he spent all that time in the academy learning how to be a spaceship person, and now he has all his student Those loans. jobs don't exist anymore. Those spaceships <laughs> are autopilot. No driving ships. <laughs> The thing is, this is literally an existential crisis because it's 100% about him not knowing his purpose anymore. Yeah, can I bring something cool up? So mm-hmm. I talked about Nietzsche last time. I want to go like 40, 50 years in the future. Uh, back, to like 20, no, like no, no. 2057? No, of the Nietzsche's future. So we're going to go all the way back to Nietzsche's future of World War II. Something's got to be done about his kids. Marty. And I want to talk about the philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre, who was mm-hmm. one of the biggest and prominent existential uh, philosophers. Mm-hmm. And so his big thing is that the root of the human existential crisis is the whole ideal of essence. And he talks about how tools, so say like a hammer, was built for a purpose. So it has an essence, which was to like hit nails. Mm -hmm. But humans, since we are made from the indifferent process of evolution, have no... Why are there still apes then, Aaron? Well, yeah, well, this is the same story. Yeah. Yeah. But we have no essence, so we have to define our own essence. Yeah, we define our own purpose in which life. Which is the root, the root of root our of crisis, because yeah. we don't have a purpose, so we are like defined at birth, yeah. But, but the crazy thing about this is that it, the opposite thing happens to Buzz, where... Exactly, yeah. He, he found out, like, he thought he was a human and had, had every he could well, define his own purpose, but now he found out that Ono Matoy have a very defined essence. He's kind of essence. in the middle. Here's, what, here's kind of his arc in this movie is... Like, in the song it says, now I know exactly who I am and what I'm here for. But the thing is, before he knew exactly his purpose, he was a military man, he had gone through academy, he, knew, he had a goal stated on his all, box. That was all he knew his mission that for served. himself. And the fact that the allegory of traveling through well, uncharted space a superhero. was him he basically kind of defining his, own, his own essence and fate. Well, okay, yeah, but he, right now, is the only time he actually doesn't know his purpose. He doesn't know what he's there for because 
It's later in the movie when Woody gives the Ted the Ted talk the pep talk. <laughs> Woody goes on a stage. You're a cool toy. Is the point? <laughs> a slideshow in the background. <laughs> but you know, Woody's telling him like that's your purposes. Like kids like you, and you're well loved, and your purposes in other people or in people because he's not necessarily a people. I guess toys are a people. People person in the most literal sense. Yeah, but he's between purposes right now, and that's his whole crisis. So, I want to know... Well, the way that it deals with it, though, I think has a lot to do with the other French philosopher, Albert Camus. The other French philosopher, Ross? The other French, who was friends with Jean-Paul. Sorry, who was a French philosopher. Ross and Rachel. It's a television program. Oh. In the 90s and 2000s. Anyway, what? Who? What? Well, in (laughs) the first line of Myth of Sisyphus is, there's only one truly philosophical question, and that is whether or not to commit suicide. And that all has to do with if life is meaningless, then why don't you just kill yourself? Which I think is what Buzz is doing. He decides when he gets up there Do you that... Think this is a suicide attempt? No, what I think it is, is he decides, if I am not a superhero, I'm going to kill myself. So he jumps off to test that. Yeah, it's, it, it's do or die. Yep, so he says, I'm okay with dying if I'm not a superhero. He's superhero. Super superhero. Yeah, superhero. Super okay with dying if I'm a superhero. Zero to hero. Bless my soul. Herc is on a roll. Hey. That's a different movie than this. Is Disney. Is it? Question a mark? different movie, I mean? Oh, yeah. Or is it not? Yeah. Who knows? It's the same movie. It's a prequel. Yeah, yeah clearly. Hercules, of course. More like Jerkules. Oh. Honey, you mean Hercules. <laughs> There's, okay, this is extremely off topic and very nerdy, but I've been watching a lot of random YouTube poops of stuff. Remember poops? that? And that was like Gross. Thing. YouTube poops? Have you not heard of that? You just oh. watch people poop on YouTube? No, it's it's when they remix Weird. a thing and make dumb jokes out of it. Like, they remix a show or a movie or something, and there's one where every time they say Hercules' name, it, this, the lady comes in and says, Honey, you mean Honkules? Oh my god. So they're like, Haha, you're Jerkules. You mean Honkules. <laughs> and they're like, when Zeus is calling him, he's like, my boy, Hercules. He's Honey, like, you mean Honkules. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. His face gets replaced with hers, and he's like, my boy, Honkules. <laughs> but, that is pretty funny. Yeah, that's nowhere thingy. But I mean, not really out of nowhere, we were talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, natural transitions. Of, yeah. You know what I'm thinking this whole time when Buzz is, like, standing there and, like, no, it can't be true. You know, he's got to climb up the thing. And then he sees the The, the bird, bird flying. And he just left the room with ducks on the wall. He's like, I but want it to be like that. This whole time I'm thinking, he's really lucky that Scud isn't there right now. Because how, how ridiculous would it be if he's sitting there and he's like, I don't know about my purpose. I don't know if I want to prove myself. <laughs> he just snatches him up. Especially since Scud was trained by Dad Mom to fetch dead ducks and Buzz flying out mm-hmm. of the fly, like onto the ground. <laughs> dead duck, like. While he's jumping, like... Scud just jumps over the stairs and snatches. Wouldn't it him be out the air? ironic if in Buzz losing his and purpose, then, yeah, Scud, Scud got to fulfill his purpose by bringing finally a toy to his his uh, mom, dad, master? Yeah, like Rain Yane on your wedding day. It's free ride when you've already paid. Here's the thing: people talk a lot about Alanis Morissette not knowing the true meaning of irony, which that's the whole thing. Like, there's dramatic irony in that song and all sorts of things. But my favorite lyric of that song is 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Because I just imagine Alanis Morissette just like really needing to 
put her like make her life more simplified. She just opens her silverware drawer and there's just tons of spoons. There's there. ten thousand spoons in one knife. I can't cut a steak with a spoon. It's not. She grabs all enough. ten thousand spoons. She's just like. I think Alanis Morissette should be more pragmatic and make the spoons work. Because think about Mystery Men when the guy doesn't have any knives, but he uses forks. Fair. So why can't she just become a master of spoons? Alanis Morissette, the master of spoons? Oh. Or like Alakazam, is he the one with the Pokemon with the yeah. spoons? Yeah. 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 Or Kazam, who they actually got sued over because it was a ripoff of a musician. Wait, Kazam, the, like the Shaq movie? No. The, but that's the, Shazam. The, what, what is Abra? Oh, that is Kazam. Kadabra. Oh, Kadabra. Yeah, he was uh, a Ural Gubbler or whatever that guy's name was. Yuri Gnubler. Whatever. That guy. Well, we can't that, say it because then we'll get sued. Yeah, we can't. That's why I, that's, I totally remember it. I'm just not saying it right. Yeah. The guy who bent spoons, yeah. And also, people got mad because he has a Star of David on him. Kadabra. Hmm. Yeah, it's a whole conversation. But I thought the whole trick to bending spoons is not to bend the spoon, but to bend yourself. <laughs> well, like, in, that, in that Keanu Reeves movie, like an in Inception when they bend the whole city, but not the spoons in the city, and that's or that like, Marvel movie ripped or, off Inception, what or they, like that movie, the Marvel movie with uh, the, the oh Doctor guy. Strange, yeah. yeah, that did rip off, or Inception, uh, Inception was a whole, wholly ripped off from a Donald Duck comic storyline by or that yeah, one, Parks. yeah, what's that movie where they curve the bullet. Oh, is it I think it might be wanted. Yeah, where they curved the. Oh, bullet. you're talking yeah. about the movie where they filmed our president getting shot in the '60s. Oh, you the mean the magic uh, bullet? Where they, oh. where they, uh, where they kill Kim Jong Un or the interview? Oh, yes, the interview. Oh, you mean like where the there's a vampire and they have to interview it? Interma- oh yeah. Oh no, no 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 that's my babysitter's a vampire. Or no, don't no, tell mom not. the babysitter's dead. No, it's. Wait, is that the one with Jonathan Lipnicki? No, it's My Date with the President's Daughter. My Date with the, the President's, President's Daughter. Daughter. Oh, that's my favorite song for uh, That's Just the Movie's title ever. Imagine <laughs> if Randy Newman came in and instead of singing about... My Date with the President's Daughter. Singing about, like, Buzz's Exercise Crisis, like, Toy Story, Toy Story, It's a story about toys, Toy Story. <laughs> I love the end of this minute, though, because this minute's... Like ends right before, like like right when Buzz is starting Buzz to lose some air, so he's just like, you can, "I'm doing it! I'm doing it!" Oh! it buzzes, and you have to edit it, but his oh face, yeah, oh his his oh no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> he has a lot of good faces in this minute, honestly. Mm-hmm. His, his faces in this minute are quality, uh-huh. qualitative, quantitative. They're qu- he has a quantity, a large quantity of faces that are quality. Yes. It's not about the quantity, it's about the... Well, I don't know. For sure. For reals. What if when he jumps off of the railing on the stairs, he gets attached to a plane and starts (laughs) spinning around? He'd be pretty lucky. (laughs) And then he flies out the window and lands, like, right on... uh, On the bird! Oh, I was gonna say on Andy's (laughs) bed. No, because that window was facing a different direction. Yeah, behind him is... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's facing, like, to the front of the house. Not to the side. I'm just saying that his wings aren't designed very well because you have to have that right like teardrop shape in the wings. Yeah, no, his wings are not not effective at all. No, That's no. something. I mean, we have to bring up during the ridiculous Deus Ex Machina of this movie. Yeah, just saying. Anyway, guys, what do you think is going to happen in the next minute? I don't know. We don't usually do predictions, but I think Buzz is going to lose a little bit of air. 
but then he's going to cast like a gust of wind and realize he can fly. He's going to fly back, get Woody out of the closet, and then go Woody's back to the closet. closet. Good for, aw, poor guy. Good, I was going to say, good for him. No, he's hiding part yeah, of it. He's John-trawing it right now. That's not true. Like, okay, he should be able to stay in there until he will. Yeah, Buzz shouldn't take him out of the closet. He needs no. to like be on his own terms, because you know he needs to be safe and comfortable with his identity. Fair. Fair. And then they fly to Andy's room, and meet all the toys, and Buzz says, guys, I figured out I'm not really a toy. And Woody's like, Oh, so the same thing. That's cool. Cool, awesome. Good job. <laughs> Great job. Uh, I don't. I don't have anything else to say about this. Honestly, it's not even really a cliffhanger because toys can't die anyway. It's not a cliff, Aaron. It's the air. He's hanging off the air. That's what they call flying back in the old days. Air hanging. Do you stop playing with the toy? It doesn't die, right? So no, yeah, because the toys the have toy lived, like, in alive. Toy Story 3, they've lived in, like, storage and stuff for years. So, uh, like the Brave Little Toaster. The only thing we've, I mean, next minute we'll bring this up. The no Brave spoilers. Yes, the Brave Little Toaster. Which came first? Um, I'll look up when Brave Little Toaster was. Brave Little Toaster was 1987, so well before this movie. Yeah. This movie just ripped up Brave Little Toaster? Okay, here's the weird thing about Brave Little Toaster. Is that it's a toaster? Sure. But that an air conditioning commits suicide. Yeah, yeah, right. Isn't that yeah. dark? And then the remember the vacuum uh, runs over. Remember its Wizard of Oz when the Munchkin hangs itself. That was a bird, Jeb. I know. <laughs> no, but uh, that was a thing though. For here's, a long time. here's the like, thing. I see that in the background. There's a Munchkin hanging. Itself. And I, I, you know, I don't know how recently y'all have seen to- uh, Brave Little Toaster. Not very. To- the toaster in Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Does. <laughs> That's true. It does what Buzz Lightyear should be doing with NASA. Yeah. Bring. Bringing that back all together. I said bring instead of boom. Bring. Bring. Brink. Brink. Starring Sarah on Tito. Is that his name? Wait a minute. Isn't there like a sentient lamp in there too? Yeah. Just Just like Luxo Jr. Or Luxo in this movie. Luxo Huggin' Bear, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. We're going to go on another of those. This is the thing that sounds vaguely like the thing. (laughs) In Brittle Toaster doesn't have like a gender and it's only weird because the other Things appliances do. do have genders like it makes sense that a toaster would have a gender but it's like a weird thing that you don't get until you think about like try and remember like what do you think the toaster's gender is hmm. it's toast gender. toast yeah toast gender I'm trying to think of a pun but it would be offensive and I can't figure out what it I would be I want to hear an offensive pun offensive pun offensive, offensive pun, pun. Offensive defensive pun. pun brave little trans toast that doesn't make sense. Um, there are only two slots on the toaster. You can't be any of the other ones. No, that's dumb too. My All toaster has four slots. My toaster is a toaster oven, so oh. yeah, you can stick whatever you want in there. Just like gender, for what it's worth, for you know. it doesn't really mean anything. But the toaster is voiced by a female. Yeah, but so are lots of like kid characters. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I feel like talking about gender just takes away from the real discussion. Which is that white men are discriminated against. No, it's that the toys need to rise up against and seize the means of reproduction. (laughs) Fair. Yeah, the reproductive rights (laughs) being taken away because they can't produce themselves in a factory. Stand up for what you believe in. Exactly. You gotta fight. For your right. To be productive. (laughs) This. This. This? Yeah. Elasticity. They need to travel to Taiwan and take all the factories. (laughs) Okay, so... Toy Story 3, I don't know if you ever saw this, Aaron, before they had Pixar doing Toy Story 3, they were gonna, that was when Disney and Pixar were starting to have some troubles, and they were gonna make it themselves. Disney was? Yeah. With, like, a different studio, 
And their initial script, like the treatment for it, was that Buzz had a factory error and was going to be recalled. All the Buzz Lightyears were. And that's we've talked about how that might be a reason why all the Buzz Lightyear lines of toys are the only ones who have like the whole existential thing of they think that they're their characters instead of knowing their toys when they're born. Because only Buzz, Zerg, and the Little Green Men have that problem. That we've seen so far, at least. That was the whole plot of it, is they were going to go to Taiwan, I guess. Which is... Who were they going to get to make the movie? Um, I forget. I could look it up. I'll look it up. Whatever. Fine, Aaron. Make me look up things. This studio that made Shrek? Probably. Cream Twerks. (laughs) 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 Cream Twerks Studio. Uh I don't know why that sounds dirty, but it does. (laughs) It sounds very, very dirty. It's actually the name of the new Hannah Montana album. Oh, good. (laughs) Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Don't break my heart. Miley Cyrus. My breakly, lakely heart. I'm not gonna break my heart. Circle 7 was what was gonna make direct-to-DVD sequels to many of Pixar's biggest hits. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, even Pixar made a bad Pixar sequel, so, you know. Which one? Cars 2. There's a Cars 2? There's a yeah. Cars 3. <laughs> what? There's a Cars 3? <laughs> it just came out, Aaron! Cars 2 is about Mater. Yeah. That's that bad. It's really Cars 3 bad. is about millennials. Yeah, it's about how millennials are ruining the car industry. They're killing the car industry. By not being able to afford cars? No, because there's, mo- <laughs> there's, there's a millennial car that thinks it's better than Lightning McQueen because it's newer. Because it's a newer and more updated car. But the thing is, that's how cars work. work. So, like, it's the message is really lost because it's not people, it's cars. Actually, I heard that Cars 3 wasn't bad. I heard that too. But, I don't know. Cars 2 burned me, man. I thought Cars 1 was bad. Cars 1 wasn't great. I honestly, I like Cars 1 better than Monsters, Inc. I don't. But now that I think about it, because I've been seeing a lot of, there's a lot of connections to Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story, so I might get, I'm going to give it a rewatch. I, I, like, I, I like Monsters, Inc. So, is Cars, like, your f- least favorite of the, well, I don't know, I haven't seen, like, a good dinosaur. I heard that. I haven't either. Dinosaur Out Pixar? of, like. No, that was Disney. The Good Dinosaur was Pixar. What's the Good, good Dinosaur? It's about a, good a dinosaur. dinosaur that Who's adopts a, a human, I Who's think? Who's a good boy? The dinosaur is. The dinosaur is. My favorite Pixar movie is Ice Age. Was that the company of the we did? Yeah, I think so. God, without Squirrel, that was like... Scrat. The precursor to Minions. Scrat. Honestly. Ugh, Minions. That's a whole, like, different... Minions? I didn't have a problem with Minions until... They made a Minions a, movie? Or until, until they made a sequel movie? Until Suburban White Moms turned them into, like, their meme of choice. <laughs> or, like, and put, like, stupid... political Facebook memes. No, they took, stu- like, put, like, stupid, like, sayings next to, like, a picture of a Minion. You mean memes? I mean, min minions. Min minions. Why are you trying to take away mom's means of production? <laughs> yeah, come on, Jeff. They have the right to artistic integrity. I know they have their right, and I have my right to right hate now? them. Is are it, you hating is, on their culture yeah, right now? Despicable, really, yeah. Despicable Me was a decent movie. Despicable Means? Yes, <laughs> except for the minions. The minions were the bad part of it. All those scenes, I was like, okay, this is just put in for kids, whatever. Can we skip it? It's a kid's movie. Everything's put in for know. kids. Well, uh, yeah, but it's also like, it can be a kid's movie and still like a good movie. For instance, uh, there's this movie Toy Story you might have heard of. Yeah, kid's movie. All those toys in there, for kids. 
This um, was a movie made so yeah. that kids will realize that they're gonna die one day so they can quit complaining. I think that was <laughs> Toy Story 3, Aaron. Oh. Or Toy Story 2, actually, maybe. All of them. All yeah, of them. well, this one doesn't address death that much. No, but the other ones do. Woody you, has did this... you not see this minute where somebody just commits suicide? Well, not yet. Mark. He hasn't succeeded yet. Because of the capitalism this propaganda is... they saw on the TV. I mean, Woody has, like, the C-3PO thing where he's scared literally died. made them He like... found out that all of his people were being sold as slaves. What do you mean, his people? His people as a toy kind. That's why Woody, I'm not Woody, Buzz actually killed himself. Not because... No, I think he killed himself because he saw Taiwan and was like, I was probably made in a sweatshop. Oh, man. Yeah, he was. Oof. Oh, man. That makes me so sad. But that's how there's so much detail because it's made by little child fingers. It's just God. like... It's like how in uh, the future, human children will be made in a sweatshop. Mm-hmm. Brave yeah. new world. Yeah, exactly. It's a brave new world thing. Good. There we go. So this is the prequel to Brave New World. This has been a really uplifting story, right? minute right Yeah, here. this has been a very depressing minute. We've talked a lot, very casually, about suicide. We'll talk about the best thing that's ever happened in this minute. The craftsmanship in that grate that's across the uh, stairway. Yeah, we didn't really mention that's it the really first fancy. time. That's really fancy. Mm-hmm. Like, such an ugly house. This house is really ugly. The, it's yeah. the wallpapering choices and With stuff. With the tile that doesn't match. And if you look well, at the Well, it's all the shining yeah, references. The shining. The yeah. really, oh yeah, but the really ugly popcorn ceilings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, but that's—I mean—that's in a lot of places. These are. Yeah, I'm about to say that was like a thing in the well, '90s. We we discussed briefly last week how Sid's layout 2000s. of his room is similar to Andy's, except mm-hmm. for it doesn't have the, the, the roof the is same different. Because they're the same person, remember? In the uh, future. No, it's because the houses are next door to each other. They're the same developer, probably same layouts. Although the roof, the roof is like curved. I mean, his his room is like directly under the roof, and Andy's room presumably must have like an attic or something. Cause yeah, his, his ceiling is flat. Andy's? Yeah. Well, yeah, because in Toy Story 3, he Well, goes that's to... a different house. You're right. Boom. Did we ever find out where Sid's little sister's doll that she was looking for is? Sally? Oh, that's next minute. Oh. Yeah. Anna. Aaron. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell time. Okay, well, Anna. I think speaking... Are you speaking to Hannah right now? Oh, Hannah. <laughs> that's another two minutes from now. I know. All right, so that's this minute, I feel, is... Done. Sometimes I yeah, feel it's gotta be. This man's got to boop boop. The moral of the story is that if you're having an existential crisis, don't jump down a bunch of stairs. Yeah, just to prove to yourself that you can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> prove to yourself that what you can be a can doer, not a can't doer. There you go. There we go. I was gonna say that be a Mexican, not a Mexican, but you're not Mexican here, Jeb. Sorry. Yeah, I'm in the my. Well, I'm a minority. What's wrong with being a minority, Jeb? In America. Oh, yeah. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, till next time, listeners, you've got a friend in... My favorite deputy. Which is me. Aw. I'm my own favorite deputy. Yeah, I don't... That's what Andy tells himself every time he goes to sleep. Like, I don't need friends. I'm my own favorite deputy. Aww. That's what Sid tells himself when Julie well, McBarfield doesn't pay attention to him. Who gives, <laughs> who gives Woody the authority to be a sheriff? Is that just police? Like, it's written on his badge. What guides his moral justice? Is he just like taking the law to his he, own hands? Yeah, he does because he's a he's a Aaron. He's a symbol of authority. Come on. Yeah, he plays. He's a loose cannon cop who yeah, well, doesn't play by the rules. Of justice. I think this movie is about Woody integrating himself back into the proletariat from. being being an oppressor because he realizes that he can't just tell everyone to do and that he has to accept that like Buzz is kind of a co-favorite toy which makes him kind of a de facto ruler in the toy commune There society. is a faster way to integrate the uh, bourgeoisie back into the proletarian asses. Mulch. Guillotines. Oh! I mean, that's a couple minutes from now. Yeah, fair. <laughs>